Welcome back to Let's Talk Movies. I'm Nick Prospector. I'm Steve Curly Joe. And we are Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. Omega Level. On this episode. No. <laughs> no. On this episode of Let's Talk Movies, we're going to be discussing the Netflix original The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, a movie by Joel and Ethan Cohen, the Cohen brothers. And if that sounds familiar to you, or if it doesn't, they did the they did No Country for Old Men. Probably the most popular thing they've done. They also did The Big Lebowski, Fargo, Raising Arizona, True Grit, they did the Raising remake. Arizona. Yeah, they did Raising Arizona, the remake of True Grit. Oh, Burn After Reading. They've done a lot. Like they did the, the Matrix. <laughs> no, they also did Inside Llewellyn Davis. They do a lot of stuff. And they're very, very fantastic filmmakers. And honestly, like this movie shows it as well. They're honestly sometimes too smart for their own good. You say that, but like you told me that you didn't care for this. Overall, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, when we get out of the way, I'm not, I was not a big fan of this movie. I think it is exceptionally well made. Oh, yeah. And, and, and every technical level possible, shot. it's exceptionally well made. I just find the stories boring, and they were not captivating to me. Uh, the actual like content of the story itself, you know what I mean? Like The way it was shot was very good. The way it was performed was very good. And then the way the, all the dialogue is executed and written was all, all very well done. I loved all of Buster Scruggs' dialogue. The Buster Scruggs, that, that entire story is amazing. Like, I w I can't say I would have loved the whole movie like that because I would have gotten old after about 40 minutes. Uh, I don't of know. Just him con just one up and everybody for a whole I two think hours. I could have gotten <laughs> behind that entirely. I may have, dude. He, Tim Blake Nelson was amazing as Buster Scruggs. Like, I don't know why he How was not getting... How can you not love a man that leaves a silhouette of himself when he just pats himself <laughs> off? Yeah, pats the dust off himself. That was so awesome when he watched in that uh, saloon. But he, uh, man, I don't know how he wasn't getting awards and notices with this movie for his performance. Don't let my clean demeanor fool you. I've been known to break the laws of man myself. <laughs> yeah, when he's talking to the bartender. <laughs> And he's like, I have a whiskey. Whiskey's outlawed here. It's a dry county. What are they drinking? Like, I need whiskey? Some whiskey to clear my throat out and uh, bring out my singing voice. <laughs> bring out my singing voice. Like, it's a dry county. What are they drinking? Whiskey? Well, how come they get it? He's like, they're outlaws. <laughs> Great response. <laughs> they're, they're outlaws. And then he just massacres all of them. Just straight up destroys they all of them. kind of bring it on themselves, though. True, but my God. Also, it's like, oh, missed this one's vitals. <laughs> and then he opened sloppy, shoot, <laughs> sloppy shooting on my part. And then he opened the door. He's like, let me get that for you, partner. And then just rode off and left them. Yep. Onto another saloon. <laughs> yeah, onto another saloon where he meets Curly Joe. <laughs> yeah. He gives his, uh, uh, to be fair, though, he gives his guns up at the beginning. Even, yeah, he does. Even the Senorita pistols. <laughs> yeah, the Senorita. <laughs> guessing you want my Senorita pistols, too. <laughs> I guess he was just trying to trick them a lot at the beginning. He's like, all right, you mind if I play? He's like, yeah, but you got to play with his hand. Mm -hmm. He had like two aces and two eights or something. Well, it's because the, that hand is dead man's hand. It's like infamously known as. Uh, it's like a, the legend or tale or whatever is that Wild Bill was like shot in the back of the head by, I think, was Joe McCall, like Coward Joe McCall or something like that. Coward? Yeah, I think they called because, him. Because he shot him in the back? Yeah, because he shot and he shot Wild Bill in the back of the head because he had such a good hand and he won. So I guess they, they thought he was cheating. So now, like, the legend of that made everybody in, like, the old Western times not want to play that hand when you got it, which is why the guy folds at the table and they're like, you have to play his hand. Yeah, I was so confused by that. I was like, why'd that dude leave? That's a good hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably going to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Everyone's gonna think he's cheating. Okay. And then he refuses to play the hand. So then the one dude's like trying to force Curly him into it. Curly Joe is, and he's still got guns. Clancy Brown. Yeah, Clancy Brown. Great performance too. I kind of felt bad for like my introduction to Clancy Brown. Well, from recent memory, it was Detroit Become Human. That's when I actually saw him. Really? Yeah. Honestly, we talked about like before that he voices Mr. Krabs. And mm -hmm. He voices some other awesome people. He had a very short role in this. Yeah, very <laughs> short role. Old Curly Joe's not around very long. Yeah. <laughs> he takes a pistol out on Buster because he doesn't want to play his hand 
And he's like, I'm pretty sure you're breaking the rules of this establishment. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to. I, I would appreciate it if you would kindly check your guns at the at the canister by the door. Saying, what if I don't? And he just kicks this plane. <laughs> yeah. and just like gets him to like shoot himself through the head like twice. Yeah, bam, bam. And then when his brother like, and then he kills him, and then Buster Krug starts singing this song about Curly Joe. Yeah, because his. His first appearance in the movie, he's like singing through the canyon. Which yeah, I guess we should have mentioned because that's also like a nice opening. Yeah, it's also like the echoes through the canyon are like mm-hmm. singing back to him. Mm-hmm. That was really well done. Yeah. So yeah, then he he kills or makes Curly Joe kill himself, and then he jumps up and starts singing this song about Curly Joe, and jumps on the bar and he's all kicking and singing, and everybody's joining in except for his brother. And then Curly Joe's brother comes, and he's like, "You killed my brother." And then freaking Buster like goes and kind of confronts him, and he's like, "Well, technically, he killed himself." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Dude, the the Buster Scruggs actual story of the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is excellent. Like, and that's the opening story. And then, honestly, from there, it's just downhill. Like, nothing else is as good as that. Nothing but else tops that. The, the Prospector story is almost Prospector is almost on the same level, just for very different reasons, though. Like, the Buster Scruggs story is just super entertaining. And the Buster Scruggs character is so, like, interesting. And he's just so well done, you know? Buster just, is awesome. He's just the most OP, like, freaking outlaw out in the West at the moment. <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, he t- yeah. His brother challenges him to a duel. They go outside. He's narrating, like speaking to the like the people, the people, but like, also look, to him. also looking in the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess talking about and himself. also talking to him. Yeah. So he challenges. He's like, "Do you need to count?" No. He just shoots his finger off before he's like, he can pull the gun out. Don't know how he can shoot without that finger, but just to be safe, and then he shoots every other one off. <laughs> and he's got a six shooter. Yeah. So he's got one bullet left now. <laughs> yeah, I like how he describes that. Mm-hmm. All right. He's like, "So I've been down to one bullet." So pulls out a mirror, starts looking. He's like, let's see, his heart's on the left. I'm looking in the mirror, so it's going to be on the right. But he's, he's also on the right. <laughs> he's standing the same way as me. He's like, let's just not get too fancy. <laughs> Shoots him through the heart with ease. Yeah, with ease. And then the Black Rider shows up, and he freaking challenges Buster Scruggs to a duel and just instantly kills him. It's just over. And that's the ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> I think he cheated. <laughs> Probably. It definitely seemed like he was pulling his gun out as he was asking him a question. You know it's what I mean? so unfair, but it's also just because I'm... I'm just, I'm an official like Buster Scruggs fanboy. Yeah, I'm a partial I'm partial <laughs> to Buster. He's amazing. I stand it all day. And then from there it moves on. There's a, a story about a cowboy who's just trying to rob this bank, which is, uh, James, James Franco, Franco plays it. And the story itself is pretty. It's, it's kind of interesting, but the just opening shot I thought was beautiful nothing. though. The opening shots of that story is excellent, dude. Yes, and it focuses on that just for a minute. Just bad water on that wheel. Going back, I also like how the like before the Buster story actually started. I like how it just focuses on a book for the yeah. longest time, mm-hmm. and while it does the credits, it's just still shot and it's just. Has someone like clearing their throat and it opening it? Mm-hmm. You actually see like the chapters and what the name of each story that you're going to see is actually called. Yep. It actually just, I don't know, I thought that was nice. And when each chapter is over, it shows like the last page of that chapter and going to the next one. And the last page actually describes what happens in the very end of each chapter. Yeah, it gives you like really a little cool. bit of like, I guess, slightly extra story at the end. Right, of yeah, it. Like I paused each time and read them. Yeah, I. I didn't get to do that. I didn't have enough time. I finished <laughs> I finished watching this movie 10 minutes before I got here. Wow, dude. <laughs> He's pushing it, aren't you? <laughs> they move on, and there's that the, the cowboy story, which is like interesting, I guess. I thought it but was shot just, well. It's, not it's, it's shot well. There's not a whole lot that really happens in it. I like, I like the fact that the person that saved him was like stealing those cattle. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was one bad situation to another bad situation. Yeah, he thought he got saved, but then he, <laughs> he ends up paying for that dude's crimes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like he was uh, he was seen coercing with this guy. He's like, man, I don't even know him. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I thought it was really like well done too, and like honestly suspenseful of when Franco gets caught for like he's trying to rob the bank, and he it's called the Pan Man. 
<laughs> then the bank teller comes oh, out and he's got pans covered his body. So every time he shoots me, it's a pan. And he yells, he goes, pan shot! Every time he hits the pan. <laughs> almost like almost like dog hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love that. But then, uh, yeah, so it doesn't work out for him. And he gets, like, uh, arrested or whatnot. And they're going to hang him. And while he's sitting there with the marshal and the other guys, and I like that they ask him, too, any last words. He goes, I don't think that bank teller fought all kinds of fair. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. He's like, is that, that it? it? He goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... The um like Native Americans show up and they just ravage all of them. They kill all those martial guys, but they leave Franco there because he's already because he's getting hung doomed. on the horse and they ride away. But his horse starts getting hungry and like slowly inching forward to eat, and it's slowly starting to hang that. him. I, I like the that was, was very shot. well done. It was very like I thought it was a pretty intense moment too. Oh, it just yeah. kept going like the way this movie had gone so far. I was like, all right, well the horse is just eventually going to take a step too much and he's going to fall off and get hung. That's what I expected. It's a really short story. And instead, he just calls out to help to someone he thought was herding uh, cattle. Yeah, and the guy was, I think, stealing the cattle is what he was doing. Yeah, he said, we can, you can be my partner after this. We can herd more cattle. <laughs> <laughs> Little did he know that he'd be stealing cattle. Yeah. He found out shortly, though. Yeah, then he gets caught. And like one of my favorite moments of the whole movie is at the very end of his story when he's up on the he's on like the, the stage, whatever, the executioner's up there with him and two other guys, and one of them's crying. And he looks at him and goes, first time. <laughs> And then it has, uh, there's another story to that of uh, a character that Liam Neeson plays where he's got this quadruple, quadruple like amputee. Maybe he was born that way. Yeah, quadruple amputee, and they're like this traveling show. But the boy just gets up there and recites different like passages from different books and stuff. Like different stories. That's all he does. I think that's all somewhat still related to like how he feels. It, on oh, the yeah, for sure. Though, definitely. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And also, did you notice that throughout that entire story, he never speaks when he's not on stage? You're right. He never speaks one time. I'm not like ultra smart and caught that. I read that in trivia. It's like he never speaks the whole time. I was like, oh, when I read that, I was like, yeah, he definitely didn't. Hmm. And then that story is like, it, I, I, I thought it, highly of you for a moment. I thought you figured that <laughs> out on your own. I thought it was very, very boring until the very, very end of it when it takes a massively dark turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very dark turn. While this, it's implied. While they're doing all these shows, this other guy shows up with his own show with a chicken that can do math. <laughs> That was so funny. Which is ridiculous, but funny. Like, that story, like, the entire time, I was, like, just feeling uneasy because, like, you kind of, like, know what's coming oh, eventually because yeah. they're like, well, obviously, they're not getting much money. He's not going to be able to, like, feed him. He's going to think of him as a burden mm -hmm. because, I mean, kind of is. It kind of is. Kind of, yeah. And it's not Whether like he found him or not or whether he, he he is his son, he was only using him as a means to, like, To make to, money. Yeah. yeah that's, like, all, that's all that matters. It was his profit. With ease. Yeah. So then he pays the guy to get the, the, the mathematical chicken from him, and the chicken's probably going to make <laughs> more money. So the end of the story is them finding this Did bridge. Did he buy that chicken from that dude? I thought he just bought his own chicken. No. Oh, well, he may have bought his own chicken. I'm not sure. But you see after that's over, him talking to some guy, and he's like, the guy's got a wad of money, and then uh, he walks with a chicken. Yeah. So I had figured he bought the chicken from the guy. But then he's like at this bridge, and he walks up and throws this big rock into the water, and, like, and it sinks. It doesn't like... Like, it goes down. It didn't down, really you know I mean? seem like it was that deep, though. It wasn't too deep, but it was deep enough to cover the rock up. And then the next shot is it just pulling away with only the chicken in the back. So he definitely went and threw the kid. Well, not kid. He's like a young adult off that, that bridge. It's like it ends really darkly, but that doesn't mean that the story was very good. Yeah, I felt like Liam Neeson's role was a little underutilized. I was very. hoping to see him in it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was very new to life. I liked his um, his drunk singing. Yeah, that made me feel awesome. immediately uneasy. I was like, "Well, this story is about to come to an yeah, end." Yeah, this is about to really, he's about to kill no, him right here. It just got a little bit more depressing because <laughs> he takes him to like uh, oh. a brothel. Yeah, to well, a brothel. Maybe not a brothel. Just some sort of saloon. I mean, it was an easy job back then. Yeah. You didn't have to go to a specialist. <laughs> he's still drunk. He has him carrying on his back. He goes in there. He takes a woman with him. And he just turns him around and faces him towards the wall. Yeah, while he has sex with the woman. And then when they're done, he turns him right back around to yes, see him. Yes, Nick, that was implied. <laughs> but then, then she's off. She's like, are you going to buy your friend loving? He's like, no. <laughs> like, has he ever had any? 
once. once. <laughs> it's like, wow. He turned him back around for that conversation. Yeah, he could have like, just left him facing the what wall. What a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awful. It, then, it seemed like he genuinely cared for him at the beginning. In, yeah, in the beginning, but as it went on, it just they weren't it's making because money. Because he was his money maker. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next story, I believe, is the prospector, isn't it? I believe so. That was man. This and this one was the other, the only one I thought Someone was really, really good. Someone reminded me of uh, there will be, there will be Wait, blood. Yeah, there will be. I was going to mm-hmm. say there will be oil. Kind of reminded me of there will be blood a little bit. I guess it's because it's still someone like prospecting. Mm-hmm. And there's not a whole lot of dialogue and stuff. Yeah, which no, especially the, for the beginning. The very beginning of Derby Blood, like the first 20 minutes, I don't think there's one line He's of dialogue. He's only talking to himself. Yeah. Him and Mr. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pocket. Pocket. <laughs> the pocket of gold he's out there looking for. Yeah, I can see that how that kind of correlates to that. And it's kind of funny you say that, too, because when Derby Blood came out, Derby Blood and No Country Roman were like the two biggest movies vying for all like the awards. They, those were at the same time? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, I think the wrong movie won everything. What, There Will Be Blood? No, No, no Country won everything, but I think There Will Be Blood's a vastly superior film. Really? Yeah. I think they're both excellent masterpieces, but I like There Will Be Blood, blood way on more. a technical aspect, I think, is superior. I think overall, like, I just enjoy the movie more. It's fantastic. I love that movie. I'm I really do need Take to another away from No Country. That movie is brilliant, too. I need to go back and rewatch it. I've only seen it once, but I remember, like, Loving it. No, it's amazing. I've got there were blood, though. Out. I did think it was also just fantastic, like yeah, the entire it's, way it's amazing. through. They're both amazing. But anyways, yeah, there's a prospector thing with Tom Waits actually playing the prospector, and he has a fantastic performance in this. Does Buster? No, no, Tom Waits oh. is Prospector. Oh. No, 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 not Buster, no. <laughs> I was like, that was Buster. Man, he looked way different. <laughs> he played both. <laughs> He's actually every character. The chameleon, the chameleon, Tom Waits. And the way that one is shot is so beautiful. It's so colorful and yes. lively outside, and everything looks amazing. The cinematography for all that is just gorgeous, dude. I love it. Yeah, just opening shots of just this luscious land. Yeah, this luscious like, valley kind of area. All the little fishies mm-hmm. by the shore. Little like minnow butterflies. fish. Butterflies. Mm-hmm. And then um, the deer. The owl. And the deer that walks perfectly into the middle of the shot that the stream is in. <laughs> pretty sure that deer was CGI, so that's how they did that. I thought the same yeah. thing. I'm pretty sure it was. If not, it was the so best this deer, the best deer actor of all time. <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, then the owl was awesome, too. And then I love when he goes up to take the eggs out, and he looks across and sees the owl, and he puts them back, and he's like, he's well, just one. I thought how that was high, his downfall. How high can a bird count? We just got a story about a chicken doing math. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Wow. I really thought that Al was going to be his downfall. At the end. I did too. I thought something was going to happen, but no, never did. I figured it was going to like somehow mess him up while he's sleeping. How high can an owl count? I don't know. Uh, that Probably. one kid always goes to him and asks for that Tootsie, Pol- <laughs> Tootsie Pop answer. So. Yeah, true. To at least three. Maybe that's why there's also three eggs. Maybe. One, <laughs> two, three. Oh, let me all start right, over. I think I got all my kids. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. We're good to go. We're done now. Yeah, and that story goes on. He's trying to find the, the gold or whatever. And then when he finds it, I thought that scene was so awesome and intense as well. He finds his big pocket and he just notices a slight change in shadow. And he knows yeah. immediately someone is behind me. I thought it was the owl. <laughs> <laughs> the owl's got the gun. And there's, a, of course, the guy up there behind him. And he shoots uh, Tom Waits in the back. And it was very uncomfortable after he did. Like, it stayed very intense. So the whole he time... He was just watching him bleed out. He was watching him bleed out and he rolled a cigarette. cigarette. But he didn't jump down there, which immediately... Uh, like, immediately. After a couple seconds, it led me to believe he's not dead. This dude is making really? sure... The dude was making sure he didn't move. He didn't want to jump uh, down there. Watching his breathing And then him something. get up. Yeah, he's trying to make sure he's dead. So he was playing dead. And he jumped down there. And of course, he was still alive. Gets the gun and kills the kid. And then just keeps repeating, shot me in the back. <laughs> yeah. You let me over dig up again. all this work, do <laughs> yeah. all this? Just shoot me in the back. 
that was, was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And then he looks to find the bullet hole. He's like, oh, straight through. It's clean it, through. It, it didn't hit nothing important. important. <laughs> and he just keeps yelling that at him. It didn't hit nothing important. He was so He's good still in that. bleeding quite a bit, <laughs> though. Quite I was a like, lot. are you sure about that, little <laughs> man? You positive? <laughs> but now he lived and got his gold and continued on. The, yes, the only story with a happy ending. I was going to say, this is the only one that has a happy even ending. Though even though I thought it was, was really just even like. Even though he gets shot. I thought it was basically the beginning of the gold rush, though. I thought he was probably like the first man to find it. It's so, I mean. Or at least in that area. that still soon people are going to be there and all that land's gone anyway and yeah. all those animals are going to be disturbed. Mm, yeah, true, true. But regardless, like, I liked his whole, he's just talking to Mr. Pocket the whole time. <laughs> no, I'm going to find you, Mr. Pocket. Just also, I just kept thinking pocket. every time he kept throwing all those little flakes away, it's like, if you kept all these flakes, you'd have like at least a little gold <laughs> like a little, you'd have at least a little nugget. Well, he says at one point when he pulls up and there's like 12, he's like 12. He's almost almost enough keeping. to keep. Yeah, almost worth keeping. And then throws them all back. He says, <laughs> it's like, it was all worth keeping. It's gold. <laughs> yeah, it's all gold. It's worth it, bro. Now we're getting to the last two stories. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that this fifth one, the wagon story, is the longest of all No, of them. man, this is the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the longest of all of them. It certainly felt like the longest of all of them. Oh, certainly. And, and it, 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 one of the least interesting? The, I hate to be that way. The entire story was... I hate to bash anything. Right? The entire story was completely uninteresting until the end of it. I thought the performance of Zoe Kazan, she plays like the lead actress of it, and then uh, I don't know the other guy's Whoever name. played Billy. Yeah, the other actor that played Billy. Their performances were fantastic. They were excellent, dude. But the story is just really freaking boring. Yeah, I just she's supposed to get married to someone in Oregon and that her, her brother, brother knows, yes, using her as leverage basically for. This and he also deal. like fabricates a lot of stuff and like exaggerates all the time. Yeah. And then he also thought it was funny, and then he ends up dying. But I thought it was funny. They're yeah, going to Oregon on the Oregon Trail. Ends. He died of dysentery on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought when Why he started getting ford the river when he started getting sick i was like oh my god he's gonna get dysentery on the oregon trail dude i started laughing so hard just watching this movie yeah, they don't that. specifically state what he has so i'm gonna say he has dysentery and dies of dysentery on the oregon cough, trail but he's like he he's puking he's in, in the field, field and he's yeah. puking but then he also pulls his pants up so it's yeah. coming out of both ends so yeah pa got some dysentery and then dies. And it's also, he gets the cough. He has to have gotten it from that motel place they stayed at. He should have just drank a Sprite and ate a banana. I mean, yeah, easily. That's what he should have done. But yeah, so he dies, and then she doesn't know what to do. And she's got this uh, hand boy that's, like, helping her on this big caravan that they're on. And her brother apparently promised him a lot of money. Like, $200. $400. Yeah, $200 when they get to their first stop, and then $200 when they get to their last one. And she's like, well, I don't have that kind of money. I'm pretty sure he had it on him. And they buried him, like, yeah. two days back. <laughs> I thought they said it was, like, a half day ride. Oh, it was a half ride, a day back. Which is but, still just, like, oh, it's like a lot to go through back then. It would have been a half a day's ride back. They also, did, they also didn't leave a marker. True, yeah. It would have been half a day's ride back, though, and then half a day back to where they were. So they're losing a day if they stay there and wait, and they can't stay there and wait. They have to keep moving. So that puts them even farther back. So it's probably a couple-day ride just to go there and catch back up to them. There's just way too much to do. And I also kept thinking as the like, story was going on that they were going to pull some dark, fast, awful crap in this and that that dude was going to go back, Billy, and get the money and abandon her somehow. Uh, I kept thinking that was going to happen because so far throughout this movie, there's the not many good characters. It would have been a little bit more interesting. There aren't many good people so far in this. He doesn't, and he proposes uh, to, to marry her, essentially, to well, solve yeah, her problems. Thing. The people that she talked to to try and get, like, to help her. He's mm -hmm. like, I'll shake that dude down. Look at him to see if he's not fibbing about how much money your brother owes him. Right, yeah, and then his then kid, dude he won't budge. mad. Yeah, and he's just <laughs> pissed off about it. Yeah, he's being, being told he's being a liar. Also, like, uh, how kind men were back then. They offered to put down her dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
That wasn't really her dog. It was her brother's dog called President. Um, yeah, President um, Pierce. Yeah. President Pierce. The dog, President Pierce. He's like, he's kind of annoying everyone in the caravan. He's like, I know he creates a lot of noise. He's like, well, I could put him down for you. Well, yeah, he's like, I know it's your dog. She was not my dog. It's my brother. He goes, oh, well, that seems to make this situation a lot easier <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's not actually your dog. I can put him down. That's that story, dude. And it takes forever for all that crap to develop. That's not the entire story. That's, that's the basis of what an, that is. It well, ends I'm on up interesting Up note. until the ending, oh. that's the basis of it. So for like the first 35, 40 minutes, it's that. And it takes forever to develop. But then it ends with Billy's partner, uh, Arthur. Yeah. And I don't remember why, why. what were him and her doing. She was off. Oh, she was she off found the own. dog and she was like laughing because like he's just barking at these prairie dogs, which I don't think she's. She didn't know what they were. She's possibly never seen them yeah, before. Yeah, she had no idea what they were. She had to ask him. Yeah, Arthur. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're prairie dogs. And then she's just like, he can't figure out whether the squirrels and whether he should hunt them or whether he should be afraid of if they're other dogs or what. Right, yeah. And then you see one lone Native American yeah. like on a hill in the distance. And there's just like, He's like, well, there's never. He's like, there's never. Yeah, exactly. Making himself known. He's scouting. He wants wants you to see him. Exactly. They're they were not stupid. It's mostly to strike fear into me. Yeah, exactly. He wants to scare the the people away. Yeah. And so then he walks up with his white flag. He's like, well, he's not responding to my uh, calls. We're in for a fight. Starts getting ready for battle. We're in for a fight. (laughs) It's like, oh, what? And that's probably like one of the best scenes in the entire movie is that scene. He has this awesome fight scene and. Earlier, Billy says that Arthur's a crack shot, so you already know he's going to make most of the shots, and he still misses like every second or third shot, probably. Yeah. Like if he shoots and five times, he's wildly hit, more inaccurate. They're wildly inaccurate. So if he shoots five times, he hits three. So he's almost shooting fifty percent, which is incredible for back then. Popping them off as they're coming down the hill, and then every now and then one of the horses will fall into a gopher hole, and he'll just yell, "Dog hole!" <laughs> he's so happy every time yeah, that happens. Every time, bam, dog hole. <laughs> That was killing me. That was and so funny. And then they like retreat, and he's like, "Well, they gotta know the land now, so they're gonna be coming back in a moment." He's it's like, "Starts be reloading better, yeah. real quick." Before that, he handed her a pistol, mm-hmm. a revolver. He says, it's "Got two bullets," and he was like, "We're probably not gonna make it out of this alive. So if I see things are going bad, I'm gonna kill you, and then I'm gonna use that other shot for myself. Mm-hmm. But if anything happens to me, you need to go ahead and shoot yourself, and you need to shoot yourself right here. Yep. So that way you can't miss. Mm-hmm. And like you're just gonna end everything like quickly. Clever tactic on that Native American's part. It's like after he's. They come back around after they got the survey. The oh, lady yeah. shooting mm-hmm. him and mm-hmm. Again, he thinks he got most of them because he shot, I think, their leader. The yeah, one yeah was, he shoots the one that was the leading the, the charge every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. There's one lone horse that starts like rolling towards him, and dude is hanging on the side of the saddle, pops where up you and can't like, whacks him. him in the side of the yeah. face real quick. That was genius. Yeah, I thought that was smooth. It was really intelligent. He's about to get scalped. <laughs> yeah, he, moment, then he, he jumps off the horse to scalp him. And like, shoots him in the face. And but by that time, by that time, what he told that girl to do, she already did because she thought he was dead. Yeah. So he, go, he goes fair. back over to her and she shot herself in the head. Yeah. It's right like, oh, where he told her to shoot. Another really grim ending. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> For a moment, I was like, oh, she got shot. And I was like, wait, no, that's that's too perfect to have a gunshot. See, I missed that completely. It wasn't until you even told me that. Like, I thought I thought it was like, oh, man, she got shot. It just totally went over my head that no, he she shot it. herself. He, yeah. he even said it when he's looking. He's like, I told he's like, she shouldn't have done that. And I yeah. Said, she, true. Did, she followed your orders. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have done what you told her to do <laughs> and then there's the last story which is just five people i believe and a care and a, a carriage four people no yeah you're right three people sitting across One, and that, then two the people. frenchman that lady the trapper the trapper yeah yeah and, and then, then two, the bounty, two hunters. bounty hunters yeah. and then <laughs> their catch on top and then the guy that's, that's like, uh, like right driving yeah yeah he doesn't stop for nothing <laughs> which we learn at one point during the story he don't stop for nothing but then this story is just them having this long-winded conversation yeah we're pretty much just offending each other too non-stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Strong opening to the movie, weak ending. Very, very weak ending. The ending of this last story was kind of funny, where they get to their little like hold overnight place they're going to, and like the bounty hunters take their bounty off, and then they go into the building, and like no one else wants to go in there. <laughs> that woman's just using the fact like that. She's like, "Won't you open the door for a lady?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Well, I need help getting down." <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, since we're talking about the whole movie already, let's go ahead and do some. Uh, through some sponsorship plugs. We're sponsored by Ink or Die Studios. Check them out. Omega Level is proudly sponsored by Ink or Die Studios, a unique combination of a tattoo parlor and hair salon. Located at 270 North Dakota Street by Flanagan's, Ink or Die Studios employs the best artists and stylists around. Boasting a friendly atmosphere, helpful, talented, and incredibly creative staff, Ink or Die Studios is the only tattoo shop and hair salon you'll ever need. Stop in, call, or contact them through their social media accounts today to set up an appointment. But like I said previously, overall, I found the movie to be extremely well-made. It is oh, a yeah. very, very well-made film. Unfortunately, I just found most of the stories to be uninteresting. I just didn't care for the actual story itself. Like everything, all the components are there. I think even all the it. stories were interesting. It's just like they weren't all executed super well. I could kind of see that, which is kind of odd to say. Like the movie is very well made, but then the execution at times is not very well done. Yeah, I mean it's Especially really weird. by Coen Brothers. Yeah, by the Coens. Yeah, like the Buster Scruggs story is incredible. The Prospector story is incredible. Those are so excellently well made. Stories. I still disagree with Nick. I think the whole entire hour and ha- no, actually this two hours. It should have just been two hours of just Buster Scruggs <laughs> just laying off perfect shots on everybody. I mean, I probably would have been really entertained. Just never <laughs> even getting a single drop of blood on his perfect white cowboy suit. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I've really liked those stories, and the cowboy one had some interesting moments in it. Uh, and then the ending of the uh, the caravan story was awesome. Uh, dog hole! <laughs> that one was great. <laughs> Pan shot! <laughs> Overall, I'd probably give this movie, like, uh, Snap Judgment wanted to say a 6, but I think it's so well made that it deserves a higher rating, so I'd probably give it, like, a 7. I'd give it an 8. But I personally wouldn't recommend the movie too much unless you're a huge fan of the Coen Brothers or a huge fan of Westerns. I yeah. don't think you're going to be a really big fan. Or if you like anthologies. Yeah, or if you like anthologies, because it's six completely different stories that have no linking to each other. Other than, like, th- kind of thematically, because they're all dark and, and sort of deal with death. <laughs> Except for the Prospector. It deals, well, it deals with death, but it just ends on a brighter end. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't get killed. Oh, yeah, I also forgot. When he leaves the canyon, everything that left comes, back. comes back. Yeah, the minute little fish come back, the butterflies come back, the deer comes back. That, that deer comes and he's like, wow, that man killed somebody. And he's like, oh, he's finally <laughs> gone, but he killed this dude down here. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely one of the weaker movies that we've watched for this series so far. Still very well shot. But it's extremely well shot. The cinematography is fantastic mm-hmm. in this movie, dude. Unfreaking real. The Even guy, the wagon, which had the weakest story, had like a really good shot with like, when they arrived to their like hotel. Yes, yes, it did, it did. That, f- that seemed pretty ominous. Mm-hmm. He said oh, they yeah. call themselves Reapers. I was like, wow, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is awful. Yeah, overall, like I said, I don't know if I would super recommend it unless you're willing to the Coen brothers and you just want to see movies they make or if you're willing into westerns. I still say it's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I guess it just depends on your kind of taste. Yeah, if, if you don't mind... You're not picky. If you don't mind slower moving movies, you might really enjoy it. Like, it, it does move very slow. I mean, for I the guess, most part. but they're all different stories, so they all advance kind of quickly. Kind of, I mean, I don't know. Especially James Franco's. Yeah, that one moves like that. It's almost yeah. over instantly. Yeah. That I was like, wow, quick. there's going to be ten stories in this. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a ton of stories. And then the wagon trail just dragged on and on. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, there's not. Never mind. <laughs> this is the rest of the movie now. Even my girlfriend was like, is there going to be enough time for another one? <laughs> I was like, there has to be. I hope there is. <laughs> ten and on this and then it ends on an even worse one. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking us out no matter how you're doing it. If you've seen Buster Scruggs, let us know what you think about it. Did what we say make you want to watch it? Are you interested in it? You know, just uh, drop us a line. Let us know. Do we make you iffy? Yeah, do we make it iffy for you? Are there any other movies you want us to talk about? Let us know. Love you, Mom. Okay.
Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. We are on Facebook as Omega Level Podcast. We're on Instagram as Omega underscore level underscore podcast, all lowercase. We are on Twitter as at Omega Level PCast. That's the letter P. We are on the Anchor app as Omega Level, and we are on YouTube as Omega Level Podcast. Make sure you hit them all up and, you know, don't be stupid. Like our stuff. Mm-hmm.